going on everybody welcome to episode 241 of the dfs dose podcast your fix of daily fantasy sports information strategy and analysis i'm your host ben hover joined as i always am by joey carrion and on today's show we aren't talking about the nfl all right we're not talking about best ball or fantasy or anything of the sort joey in fact I don't even want to hear a word about it. You know, I don't want to hear a whisper about J.K. Dobbins being activated from the pup list, any gossip about Jameis Winston's foot, none of that, none of that nonsense, because today we have something more pressing to discuss. It is with great excitement that I would like to announce that after four years and 240 episodes of this show, that we are officially expanding the brand. The DFS Dose podcast will no longer be our sole IP. Instead, it will be one branch, one show, one content vehicle under the larger umbrella of the newly formed Dose Media Network. And I'm excited to discuss what that means for us as a podcast going forward and as a content creation company. Yeah, I think that this was ultimately the inevitable step that we had to take as a duo. I think that with the explosion of the fantasy industry, the legalization of sports betting, the rise in popularity in best ball, it makes sense as a brand to get away from having DFS in our name, which is what we strictly focused on when we started back in 2018. And with all of these new verticals and niche opportunities in in terms of gambling, I think it's important for everybody to be included into the content that we do and market ourselves as a gambling slash fantasy company in general instead of a DFS company. So DFS Dose will obviously still be here and that's going to be our main podcast, especially in a month or so when the NFL season starts. But there will also be Dose Bets. There will also be Best Ball Dose when Best Ball 2023 season starts. And there will also be a new life podcast called A Dose of Life. So there will be four total podcasts under the Dose Media Network. And it just helps us essentially do the content that we like to do and it will help us reach a larger audience that may not know what DFS is and you know you have a pretty good real life example of that that I think will illustrate the point even further. Yeah, and it happens quite often, I think. Like in my real life I talk to people and it'll come up where, you know, that I have a podcast and they'll be interested and ask what it is and just the name, the DFS dose is hard I think to grasp for people who aren't like hardcore degenerates already and in terms of scalability which you know ultimately we care about the content we do you know we care about giving good quality content good picks etc but we also do want to reach more people right we want this to be a successful podcast for ourselves that's part of it and just the name DFS is so niche that it even alienates people who are interested in things like fantasy football or sports betting or or whatever that may be. And like, think about it like this, like we've done how many episodes of the DFS dose podcast in the last three months, you know, since the season ended and we haven't talked about DFS once. And it's just, it it bothers me, you know, like every time it, 
I open the podcast and say, your fix of daily fantasy sports information, strategy, and analysis to talk about best ball for 45 minutes, it doesn't make sense. So I think that just in terms of clear branding, this is a really solid move. I think that, you know, you explained it well, just in the fact that, you know, the niche markets that we cover are expanding. So it just makes more sense for people who are maybe not interested in DFS to still be able to come and find the best ball dose. You know, people who aren't interested in grinding DraftKings lineups, but still want to hear our takes on sports betting, which in the past we've sort of just included within the DFS dose podcast. Now it'll be its own thing so that it's just easier for people to find what they want to do from a, you know, DFS dose perspective. You know, if you're a fan of this podcast already, it won't change. You know, it'll still be very similar. And we'll talk in a couple minutes about what our in-season content schedule is going to be. But, you know, don't worry, like this podcast isn't going away. It's just going to be you know, like I said, one branch under the umbrella of the Dose Media Network. I I think from a business perspective and a ROI perspective in the future, it makes a ton of sense to make this change for us. I think that in terms of the content, nothing is really going to change. We're still going to do what we've been doing. We're going to focus a little bit more on TikTok now since TikTok is the easiest platform for discoverability Mm -hmm. in terms of new content. So if you want to follow us on TikTok, you can at Dose Media Network. And yeah, pretty much everything is going to stay the same. The podcast feed is just going to be changed to Dose Media Network. And then you will be able to find all four of the individual podcasts that we will be doing for the foreseeable future under that one podcast feed. So other than that, I I really do think that when you brought this up, I, I totally agreed and it was and is a necessary change that we need to make. So hopefully people uh, understand that and I, and I think they will. Yep. And, and I think we're about a week off from launching the first episode of A Dose of Life, which at the end of this podcast we'll play a clip from give you guys just sort of a uh, you know a first early look at what's going to be sort of the tone of i think the most different show that we've ever done and i just want to say like our current audience might not be the target market for that show but ben and i first and foremost we just like to podcast and we also do talk about life quite a bit and we just thought it would be fun to talk about life on the podcast and stuff that we have gone through obviously that's kind of a more tiktok focused podcast but if you are interested in it that's essentially what we're doing is we're talking about life and being vulnerable and letting you guys into our personal lives a little bit more than what you may already know about us from our twitters or from the cold opens on the last you know 20 or 30 episodes of the DFS Dose podcast and it's ultimately just a fun podcast for us to do but it's definitely not going to be our main focus. Correct. Yeah, it'll be sort of a thing that comes out as we feel the, you know, honest desire to record them. This isn't going to be a scheduled piece of content yeah. the way that our NFL stuff is where it's like this comes out on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It's like this will just sort of appear in the podcast feed as as we see fit. I, I also don't know if fun is the adjective I would use <laughs> to describe the show. It's in, it's it's just it's unique. I'll, I'll we'll play the clip at the end and let people make their own conclusions. I I have fun recording it, but I don't yeah, know. That's if it's what like I'm at. A super that's what I'm at. <laughs> super fun content. It's, um, it's fun to record, but it's a it's a deep listen. Indeed, indeed, that's a good way to put it. Before we play that for anybody who is 
interested, let's just really quick talk about our NFL in-season content schedule, which will be very similar to last year's. If you guys were on the journey with us in throughout last season, then a lot of this will probably sound similar. Let's just go day by day and talk about what we'll have coming out. Monday, we will have our recap podcast, which will go over the previous day's results. You know, we'll talk about our results every week as we have for the past couple of seasons, you know, and the interesting stories and stat lines that came out of every Sunday of NFL football. Tuesday will be an off day to recover mentally and and get focused on the following week. Wednesday, we will be doing our Dose Bets show. It'll be a sports bets focused show and live stream, which you will be able to uh, stream on our YouTube channel and the audio will be available in the podcast feed. Afterwards, you can tune into that at 7 p.m. on our Twitter or YouTube every Wednesday during the NFL season. Thursday, our traditional preview podcast will drop where we look ahead at the coming week and sort of discuss things from a DFS perspective on DraftKings. Friday, Here's where things get a little bit different from last year in that Joey and I have sort of naturally switched roles. Maybe you want to talk about that and sort of why we are, you know, taking on opposite roles uh, in terms of the YouTube content this year. Yeah, for YouTube specifically, Ben, over the last two seasons or so, has focused on cash game content and I have focused on GPP content and We just felt like in terms of the directions that we're headed with our DFS play, I think that, and you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, that you're kind of taking cash out of your weekly play, not not completely, but you're not going to focus, you know, all of your attention on building the most optimal lineup. Whereas I still am going to play cash because I like to do so and I have fun building the most optimal lineup and I think I have a pretty good grasp on the cash game landscape on a week-to-week basis and Ben has a pretty good grasp on GPP strategy just ultimately brings a different perspective that I don't have so I think the best situation for us was to switch our individual solo content with me focusing on cash games and Ben focusing on tournaments yeah and I mean that's just sort of naturally like this wasn't something that we're like hey I think you would like be better fit for this video just like like you said naturally our play evolved in this way like when I started or when we started this podcast you know my focus was strictly cash like I barely played tournaments and now it's going to be like a 80 20 in the opposite direction where everything I'm playing and focusing on all week is tournaments and theory and stuff like that. And I I just have sort of lost my love for cash games. And I think over the past year, especially last year, you got really good at cash games better than I was. And and I just think that in terms of delivering the best content and and just the best overall content for our viewers, it just makes sense to do it this way. Um, So I I think that this will be a good change as well for the people. And then, so Joey's cash game video will drop on Fridays on our YouTube channel exclusively. Saturdays, you can find my GPP video that'll be uploaded early in the morning. And of course, everybody's favorite piece of in-season content from us, the late night live stream, which will be every Saturday night at 10 p.m. Eastern that I seriously can't wait for. I have so much fun doing those. Yeah, those are fun, especially when uh, people troll and it's going to be a fun time. I can't wait for those. All right, so that just about covers 
that i i say that we close this here and we can play a brief clip from the first episode of a dose of life let people get a taste of that and essentially over the next week or so you'll probably notice changes in our podcast feed as it will become the dose media network we'll have new graphics and logos for each show um and the discord name will change the discord name will change we'll be highlighting our tiktok content more but you will be able to find everything in the podcast feed that you are already subscribed to if you have not subscribed subscribe now you don't want to miss out on all of this great content coming up so that is going to be it for episode 241 of the podcast i hope that everybody remains with us on this journey and and we can continue to welcome in new listeners as well this is a clip from episode one of a dose of life titled discipline let's circle back to discipline and the ways that we have or have not put into action that discipline post breakup because i mean just knowing both of us personally you know okay so breakup wise i'm february you are may may so we have different timelines and wildly different experiences in the months following but still i think that the discipline aspect plays a major role in how we both went down the paths differently my path personally is it it was early may because we went on vacation in april and got broken up with as soon as i got back from our vacation right so that was it was in early may early may right that was early may yeah and obviously first couple weeks are, are just rough have no motivation discipline whatever just laying in bed doing nothing and to and to be fair context wise like logistically there was a lot of change in your life at that point you know you went from living with this person to living in in a house with you know three other male friends myself included as one of those precisely so i had to i had to move out the next day like i get broken up with day one i'm out the next day just such a quick turnaround following weeks rough we goes back into you know all the thoughts that you have after are you good enough whatever and then where the discipline for me really came into play was you have an attachment to somebody that you're in a relationship with and i think the attachment is the biggest factor in relationships so when you're first out of a out of a relationship you are still attached to that person especially after you know i've been with this person for seven years like your entire entire adult life Like I grew up with her and became an adult with her and have gone through so many of my life experiences with her that the attachment is, is, is huge. Of course. I mean, it's a massive part of your life. Yeah. And so the reason why I wanted to become more disciplined is because I was consistently, you know, laying in bed, checking their social media because, you know, that's what you do when you get out of a breakup, right? Like you get broken up with. Who are they with? What yeah. are they Who are doing? they with? What are they doing? What are they posting? Pain shopping. Yes. Pain shopping. Precisely. That's the term that I saw on Reddit and it resonated with me immediately. It, it's a it's a wildly accurate term. I'd never heard that term until you brought it up and, and god damn is it accurate. And and for it's me, so bro, accurate. bro, when it comes to pain shopping, I'm like 
take my visa. Let me open up a new line of credit. I'm shopping, bro. I'm I'm <laughs> trying to get everything in the store, but <laughs> <laughs> trying to buy everything in this store. Yeah, so I would be consistently doing that and you know then i would stop doing it for a couple days then i go back and do that and then you go through i open up instagram one day and what do i know suggested new account that she made oh great now another thing i have to worry about right can't follow it can't follow it obviously but i i know that she made the account it literally popped up like i would have never known but instagram just knew to put her new account in my suggested fucking algorithm so then obviously you get interested and now i know she has the account and then i'm i'm going through and looking at the following and just literally just putting myself in a world of hurt mentally and it it became just so bad to the point where i was like all right i i need to stop so i haven't looked shout out to me haven't looked i haven't looked in a while and that's kind of the start of my journey of being more self-disciplined in terms of my mental health was to stop checking social media because it just does no good. You are literally pain shopping. You are looking for ways to hurt yourself because especially after a breakup, like things are going to be done on purpose. Now, obviously, I don't know if they are or not, but on both sides, they're going to be done on purpose and both parties are going to be hurt if you look and if you continue to shop. Example, I'm posting this because I know he slash she is going to see it. Yes. When, when you say on purpose. Yes. Well, let, let me just say that, like, one of the things that has been really hard for me to come to terms with is, and, and I guess that this is, like, the crux of discipline, right? This is what you said 25 minutes ago, is that, you know, discipline is not the motivation itself, but it's the follow through, right? And and yeah. that's the hard part. It's doing what you don't want to do. And and for me, what I struggle with, sure, I can, you know, take you off my social medias. I can I cannot go and look at what you're doing, who you're with. I can, I can not check in on you but at a certain point are you not lying to yourself Mm. like if i'm standing in the mirror and i'm I'm looking at myself and i ask the honest question like do i want to know what she's up to you know do i miss her like it, it, it stuff like that like the answer is yes so i can follow through with this action of of not checking up but am i being authentic am i being real in that moment or am i just not being strong enough to see something i don't want to see because the honest truthful answer is that i want to like i'm still attached to this person so i guess attachment severance is part of this but it's like the emotional stage where you're still attached to this person i can ignore them but am i just ignoring like reality because the reality of the situation is that i'm still interested like i want to know what's happening i mean for sure right Especially discipline. Yes. Especially when you are first out of a relationship the first few months. One of the hardest things to do is detach yourself from a romantic partner, especially when it wasn't your decision to sever the relationship. Right. Right. So, yeah, when when you sit back and you really do ask yourself those questions, you might say, like, yeah, I I do want to know what she's up to. I do want to know what she's doing but that's where like you said the discipline ultimately factors in is you want to do that but you know in your mind that you cannot do that and i think that's the the biggest thing that i learned is 
obviously I want to know what she's doing and if she's with anybody or whatever obviously it may be. right yeah whatever it may be I I, I obviously I think deep down I, I want to know I think that's dwindling for myself by the day especially when you don't look because if you can keep yourself from not looking and stay disciplined and not pain shop then it starts to get easier and you start to think about them less and you start to get less reminders of that person but when you're consistently doing it it ultimately just delays your healing slash grieving process which is what i've learned and that's where i made the decision to become more self-disciplined to allow my grieving and healing process to not be interrupted by consistently looking at her social media and looking at her pictures and wondering what she's doing or if she's with anybody and all of the uh, negative thoughts that you know enter your mind after a breakup.